Blog Hi, everybody. Hey. Now, here's a schedule window. This is for next week on Tsunami. Now, he's staying from one, uh, 11 to 4, about 30. But there is some changes. Not at the top, though, because Dragon Ball Super will stay at 11 p.m. despite reruns. Yes, it's going to be here in the runs right at the beginning of the battle. Yes, I can hear the complaining already. Meanwhile, the new series, Demon Slayer, I think it is, will be coming to Konami at 1.30 a.m. And yes, I can hear the complaining already. And I'm sure you can too. Ooh. Yes. I was talking to you. What? Oh, sorry. Sorry, I was in. I was deep in thought. Also, I had to answer uh, your producer. I'm sure you can multitask. I've done it before. Ah, yes. Anyway, uh, as I was saying, next week Dragon Ball Super saves at 11 p.m. The slight reruns, and. Uh, Demon Slayer, Goblin Slayer, whatever Slayer show it is, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I don't know. Uh, we'll be on at 1.30 a.m. And I can hear the complaints already. <laughs> yep, that's, that's, uh, that's Konami faithful, quote-unquote. Anyway, let's get on to the preview. Let's eat the guide. On Dragon Ball Super, Super, Frieza and Android 17 must save Universe 7 from obliteration. As Android 17 tries to convince us that the world is flat. Or, uh, sorry, that's just place accurate. Never mind. Anyways. Uh. We got a show to do in TV guys. Peace the drink. Let's get to it. On the first episode of Dr. Stone this week, Kaiju and Yuzi Hero figure out the secret to reviving Senku. On the second episode of Dr. Stone this week, Kohaku's of a Senku Kirihulu's buddy made friends with a like minded sorcerer. On Fire Force, The Promise. Ooh. Ooh. Sukukeke no Soma. Soma and the others must come up with a menu item using AIDS. On Black Clover, Asa swears he will become the Wizard King regardless of magic power. That's actually the generic description series, which I have not seen before. 
somehow. But so I do the episode title. The back of our side out. Ah, number two with the Lucy Next Generation. The tuning exam fits exceptional gain against one another to assess their abilities. I'm pretty sure it's a description that was used for the original number of the series. Five years, over ten years ago. Anyway. Um, Atsui, Samui, and Daui face off against Kintaku and Jintaku, the legendary brothers from the Hidden Cloud, fearing them by the Rikage. Yeah, they have some really original names on this show. Real creative. Um, really? Thank you. I hope they wanted to scroll Uh, now, please. Ah, Mobile Gundam Origin, the Defense of the Red Comet. One Year War. Hundred upon the Third, Part Five. <coughs> you know, it says Part Three. Here. Uh, a proclamation by the king is posted online, tributing him to be alive. Uh, hold on. As the exam nears its end, Izuku and the heroes must battle Dang Gorkov. And those are your tsunami trees. First, you have to be guide and now ought to ski for the entire rest of the show. All right, thank you very much, Jay. TB. Well. Um, AEW, this year wrestling report, AEW took Wednesday night, so everybody, everybody was wondering, uh, what about that their move from, uh, SmackDown from USA to Fox, how'd they do? Well, I'm glad you asked, because, oh, Lupa Lama Bama, baby. If the if the wonderful Foxy and Press release is any indication, kiddies and cadets, the numbers were high. How high, kiddies? I think I think Rupert's children, who run Fox now. Uh, smiling, doing handstands, and singing Waltz and Matilda. The numbers are in for the first WWE SmackDown show of the Fox era. And oh, are they quite impressive. The Nielsen numbers, as per Showbiz Daily, uh, Daily's uh, Mitch Metcalf, thank you very much, has SmackDown's first hour, 8 to 9 p.m., Averaging 3,920,000 live and same-day viewers with a 1.4 in the key adult range of 18 to 49 demo. And its second hour, 9 till the time the news comes on, averaging, you want to hit it? 
1.3 in that demo. Both are big boosts, and I mean we're talking your Nacho Bell Grande boost puppies from the last SmackDown on USA, which took place last Tuesday. And let's put it this way, they sucked the big wahini. And if you ever seen a big wahini, here it is in detail. September 24th on USA, the final SmackDown. An 07 rating, 0.7 rating in the adults 18 to 49, and a 2.099 million viewers. This is a huge increase of 100% in 1849, an 84% increase in viewers thus far. Uh, it is, of course, not surprising to see growth from a cable show to a broadcast one, as there are around 30 more million potential viewers for Fox than USA. <laughs> Nielsen estimates U.S. TV universe has 120.6 million homes this season. The last carriage estimates we saw for USA had them at 90,376,000 homes last September. And beyond that, this day but was <laughs> heavily promoted by Fox, including with a White and Candy ad campaign and with mentions and interviews, sometimes very awkward ones, on their other sports programming. Having big names like Dwayne The Rock Johnson show up. Oh, that was his first appearance on SmackDown in six years. For the debut, which, by the way, was their 20th anniversary, kids. And it certainly didn't hurt either. So there are some good questions about if the ratings will continue to be just as good going forward or if they were just tuning in for the novelty. With that said, though, the ratings for this debut are very solid. It's particularly impressive how many younger viewers SmackDown was able to pull in as Friday night has often been a little snoozer. The overall 1.4-1849 rating for SmackDown doubled its closest competitor, CBS's Hawaii 5.0, which recorded a 0.750. By the way, Henley won in total viewers, bringing in 6,393,000 viewers, and CBS's later Blue Bloods won the night in total viewership with 7,387,000 viewers. But the key demo numbers are more important for most advertisers. And SmackDown also did very well in two slightly different demographic slices. Adults 18 to 34, a 1.0 for the first hour and a 0.9 for the second hour. And adults 25 to 54, a 1.6 for both hours. SmackDown's numbers here are also well ahead of those recorded by and. Take this portion with a grain of Morton's by competitor All Elite Wrestling, which pulled in a 1.4 million for their debut AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite on TNT. But that clears the disclaimer of cable viewers broadcast of cable versus broadcast, and Dynamite handily slaughtered, as in George slaughtered. It's uh. WWE NXT competitor that night. So AEW's doing fine in the uh, ratings front, too. All in all, this was an impressive debut for SmackDown on Fox and one that helps justify Fox's decision to spend big. How big? Try one 
billion over five years on it. And this also was a rise from where a lot of the UFC on Fox Friday events were ending up, especially near the end of Fox's deal there last summer. UFC on Fox 30, uh, yeah, UFC on Fox 30 last August set a series low with 1.68 million viewers and handily lost to reruns on the other major networks. Granted, that's not apples to apples to fruit to fruit cocktail comparison. Fox wasn't really promoting the UFC much at that point, as it was said to leave for ESPN. All viewership tends to be lower in August, and some earlier UFC events drew much better for Fox, but it is notable that SmackDown's debut worked out significantly better for Fox than a lot of the UFC content they were airing towards the end of the deal. We will see how the ratings go for next week's SmackDown, which, of course, is... Ah, another draft. Uh, but this one certainly turned out very well for Fox and the WWE. So, Vince, you don't have to say your novenas and praise be to the power god of your father, but you do have to uh, put in a little worry that the novelty may uh, go by next week. We will find out, won't we? You better believe we will. And we'll bring it all to you right here on the uh, on uh, Wrestle Anime Hut. Speaking of wrestling, and we were speaking of wrestling, by the way, uh, if I can find that, if we can find that, boys, um, uh, can we uh, find that before uh, we go off the air? Uh, I think it was on Twitter, and I think it was... Uh, Ryan Satin's little uh, little Twitter verse, and uh, give us a moment here. And while we do two things at once, uh, let's see, because you gotta see this promo, man. This was th- this was weird. <laughs> uh, but if you're ready for this. One of the Fox News affiliates, or should we say Fox affiliates, uh, did something very, very wrong uh, when they were promoting the uh, broadcast. Um, Where is it? Fox 11, uh, KTTV legendary, spoke with Mojo Rawley during yesterday's Blue Cup Carpet pre-show. But the graphic was for Sammy was for Sammy Zayn. Oops, uh, as seen as there is a photo. Uh, Raleigh commented, "Sammy Zayn cleans up good." Zayn Leah wrote, "WWE on Fox." Oh boy, I love it when this thing goes cabana cabana kabunu. Okay, who cares about Wu Tang and American Saga? Let's get back to let's get back to the business. Thank you. I don't want to watch Wu Tang and American Saga. Can we get back to why we're here, which is absolutely boom. Bye bye. Adios. Take a hike. Okay, back now to uh, where it was. Uh, it's, gee, thank you very much. You want to you want to kill that X there? Thank you. Come on. That's better. Uh, oh, here we go. We didn't need that. 
Uh, here, okay, uh, Zane later wrote, WWE on Fox and I are off to a rocky start. Now here, from foxsports.com forward slash, slash press pass, is the announcement. The debut of Friday Night Smackdown, Fox scored 3,999,000 viewers across Fox, Fox Deportes, and streaming platforms. On Fox, the telecast tallied 3,888,000 viewers, the most watched WWE telecast in almost two years versus Raw, January 25th, 2018. Audience peaked from 8 to 8.15 Eastern with 4,217,000 viewers on Fox. Fox projects to be number one broadcast network in prime time in the coveted 18-49 demo. Up uh, plus 85% over SmackDown's average over the last four weeks versus 2,098,000. And and here's the blatant disclaimer. Are you ready for this? Ratings do not include dish or sling in many markets due to their blackout of Fox stations and networks. Ooh. Ah, that's right. I wish we had that picture bigger. Maybe I ought to follow Fox Sports PR. Anyway. Uh, I gotta say congratulations and Mazel Tov. Uh, by the way, the source of all this was Nielsen Media Research. So there you go. Uh, not bad for SmackDown. Not bad on the other side for AEW's uh, debut on uh, Wednesday on uh, TNT. <laughs> and we continue. Yes, we do continue with our wrestling broadcast. Uh, With a little reminder that the Mae Young Classic Tournament will be returning. That's right. Uh, Okay. Uh, WWE's NXT ticket website is advertising the Mae Young Classic will be returning for tapings on November 2nd and 3rd at Full Sail Live in Vinta Park, Florida. Uh, Tickets have not yet gone on sale as of our air date. No word yet on when the episodes will stream. This will be the third year for all for the all women's tournament as WWE has held two previous in 2018 and 2017. Kerry Sane defeated Sheena Baszler in the finals of the first tournament. Tony Storm won the second after. Thank you. Let's raise up. Let's raise up. Uh, won the second after beating Lo Shira. So. Uh, so there you go. Uh, let's see. Triple H confirmed the Mae Young Classic will be returning this year in August, just a bit later than usual. The bandwidth of some t- of sometime things happening when you talk about just around corner as we are coming into the middle of August, just around the corner. You're talking about massive shifts to Fox and with Raw with USA. And goes right on from there, so... A, li- a little toot to the horn for the two shows and the Mae Young Classic. It's only a bit of mention. Okay, let's uh, let's uh, get over here. Um, uh, Cody Rhodes had a uh, had a few things to say about uh, critics 
regarding AEW's lack of black wrestlers. Uh, AEW has been singled out as perhaps the most progressive pro wrestling promotion out there, and as it hasn't shied away from promoting diversity and inclusion. However, some have also called out the promotion for its lack of black wrestlers on the current roster. Cody Rhodes was asked about that during the media call that our friends from Wrestling Inc. was a part of. Said Cody, we wanted to put out a product that's congruent with today's society and is a snapshot of what America looks like. I think we're doing a good job, but that work is never finished, admitted Cody. One of the things my wife has been a marvel at with this company is seeking out diverse superstars and wrestlers for our product, and I think we'll continue to do so. I think American represent African American representation on our brand is huge, and there are some absolute studs, men and women, that I would love to have as part of AEW and Dynamite. We are doing everything we can to provide the most diverse roster, and first and foremost, the best roster. Now, AEW strives to be a global promotion, and one way they're aiming for that goal is bringing in talent from other countries. Cody was asked about the British talent he has uh, his eye on that he may bring into the fold. Uh, Cody said, I'm about to go over to the U.K. Maybe I'll do a scouting trip when I go over there, but I think as we put effort on uh, that partnership with the U.K. with Fight and ITV, that partnership is just in its gestation. It's slowly all coming to the surface, thankfully, but I think it's important that there are homegrown stars, said Cody, before mentioning guys like Kip, Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc. Also, at a certain point in 2020, AEW is going to come to the U.K. When we do, I'd like to show the future a great deal of homegrown talent. In more discussions about AEW's roster, Cody recently estimated that fans had only seen roughly 40% of their wrestlers. He admitted that estimation was likely a little off, while also saying there are a number of there are some faces that AEW will reveal later. We're also happy with our partnership with AAA, as there are there there's a great deal of young talent at AAA. We're not talking, of course, the uh, car fixers or the uh, you know traveling folks. AAA, thank you. Uh, so. They're doing a good job. It takes time to build to build steam, and they're going at it just right. And uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, you're probably all saying to yourself, yeah, Steve, let's go back to SmackDown for a bit. How did the Fox executives feel about Firefly uh, Funhouse? Ooh, would you all like to find out? Well, I'm going to tell you. Uh, Yamaguchi, Yamaguchi, Yamaguchi. Now, the Fox executives were in the front row to take in last night's premiere. And, well, there was a confusion of the Fox executives during the Firefly Funhouse segment uh, promoting the uh, Bray Wyatt uh, taking on uh, WWE Universal Champion Seth Rollins inside the cell at Hell in the Cell. And um, the, um, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Fox executives 
about uh, five guys, yeah, about uh, three, four, five, six guys, one woman, and they sort of, I'm going to say their reactions were mixed, that's what I'm going to say, but, well, at least they didn't try to uh, introduce a character called Freddy the Fox. Think about it. Okay. Let's uh, get over to more, 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 more wrestlers, uh, more events. Uh, where's our, uh, oh, yes, thank you, boys. Boop. Uh, here's a, speaking of, uh, as we were just briefly, uh, AEW Dynamite, we have some backstage news or backstage news on said item. Apparently... There are reports that some monitors in the back were actually on NXT. Ooh, AEW Dynamite premiered on TNT early this week, and AEW President Tony Khan handled the timing of the episode on his own, according to PW Insider. Going into the final segment, the show was two to three minutes ahead, allowing for a longer brawl at the end of the show. This week's Dynamite pulled in 1.409 million fans, topping NXT's 891,000 viewers. The replay drew another 423,000. Earlier this week, Cody Rhodes was asked if NXT would be on a monitor in the back while Dynamite was rolling live. He indicated that they would be focusing solely on their product, and indeed that was the case as NXT was reportedly not playing on any monitors backstage. Now, as noted, stars from AEW gathered at the New York Comic Con yesterday where a brawl broke out between Cody Rhodes and AEW World Champion Chris Jericho. The two will meet for the title at AEW Full Gear. Uh, Where are you here? At AEW Full Gear on November 9th in Baltimore, TNT executives were reportedly in attendance for that event, and the crowd was so big for the panel that fans had to be turned away. Now, over the last couple of days, TNT's YouTube channel has uploaded clips from the past Wednesday's show, and some are picking up some steam, including the above confrontation between John Moxley, or excuse me, including the confrontation between John Moxley and Kenny Omega. It is currently, as of our little uh, airing here, at 192,000 views. The top video is Jake Hager's debut with the promotion, currently at 714,000 viewers. And did he make a statement? Given, of course, the verbal FU to Vincent Kennedy McNugget head. Uh, let's see. Whom else? Whom else do we have here? Uh, by the way, there is a new title match for Hell in a Cell. Gee, I wonder what that title match is. It's Charlotte Flair versus Bailey for Hell for Sunday's Hell in a Cell. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus SmackDown Women's Champ Bailey for Sunday's event. The, Fair, the Flair versus Bailey announcement comes after Flair 
and uh, and Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch defeated Bailey and Sasha Banks at Friday SmackDown Fox premiere and 20th anniversary special. Hell in a Cell will also feature Banks versus Lynch inside the cell. Uh, WWE has just four matches announced for Sunday's pay-per-view from the Golden One Center in Sacramento. And uh, this, as of this printage, so right now here are the uh, matches thus far. It's not completed yet. Hell for the WWE Universal Title. The Fiend takes on Bray Wyatt versus Seth Rollins. Hell in the Cell for the Raw Women's Title. Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch and the SmackDown Women's Title. Charlotte Flair versus Bailey. Of course, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan versus Eric Rowan and Luke Harper are also involved. Doodar, doodar day. So there you go, Brain. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, and um, all I'm going to say to uh, end today is an old saying. Is an old saying from the legendary Yogi Berra. It ain't over until it's over. And for this show, we'll see you next week, everybody. Don't be too sure. I won. <laughs>